Hello and welcome to episode 60 of Absolute Scenes. Uh, I'm Billy Roach and I'm joined today by the lovely uh, backseat <laughs> driver for today at least, Tom Rouse. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me on uh, backseat driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, it was wearing you, Tom. It's, I've written down a load of stuff because I've been teaching from home and there's been, I've been literally scrolling through Twitter. I think there's been mm. loads happening today. So I was like, right. I'm going to get this. I texted you last night saying I've got a, a one-off feature. And seeing as you've mm. stolen everything else off me now, you've taken the poll, you've taken the commentary, <laughs> oh. I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna steal this. I'm going to steal yeah. the intro. Um, probably, we probably still have the same advert at the start, uh, you know, asking you to donate to Tom's uh, mobile. No, that's that has changed now. It, that has changed now. It was a festive <laughs> one. It was for, for um, Christmas. <laughs> so I, that needs to change as well. So yeah, as I Tom's going to be on the uh, on the adverts momentarily as well, and we, mm. we're I don't know when this will come out. It might come out. We're actually recording it not slightly earlier today, aren't we, Tom? Because you're you've been triple booked. I've triple booked myself. Yeah, so I've got um, a podcast or my other podcast, Show She Kit, uh, which is Billy. It charted. Can you believe that my other I, podcast charted in the it was worst podcast of all time. <laughs> it was a 199th. In the UK soccer podcasts, so wow. uh, really pleased with that. The only way is uh, sideways. Yeah, I was going to say you just got to get relegated now. First time, mm. uh, first first Wolverhampton thing to get relegated this year, as things yeah. stand. Well, um, yeah. how have you been? How's the week been? Uh, it's been better than last week. So last week, obviously, I was exhausted by Thursday and we'd only started probably on the Tuesday doing <laughs> online lessons. Uh, yeah. But they've changed the way that we do it now. So um, we're only teaching 50% of our timetable. The, the rest of the time is sort of directed time or independent uh, tasks yeah, yeah. For, the, for the kids, which they're not doing. But, I mean, there's only... I mean, what can I threaten them with? <laughs> I, would, I would like... I I would like to point out as well, Tom, that you probably have a 50% normal teaching timetable anyway uh, with your uh, reduced timetable. I think you were telling me the other day that you you didn't start until 11 o'clock and you'd been playing football manager since nine. Uh, yeah, well, so, uh... <laughs> that very well may be the case. Uh, but, well, listen, it's been a successful period for me on uh, football manager. Oh, that, that was way. what I was leading on to. How uh, how did they, have you played the cup finals? Have they? Uh, so they well, ever... this is this leads us nicely into the poll because I'm going to claim this as the poll for this week. Uh, so on uh, what day was it? I think Monday, perhaps it was. Yeah, two two days. No, Tuesday. Um, Alice was at work and she worked all day and she was due back about eight o'clock, half past eight, something like that. And I had been playing football manager all day and got Wolves to a position where we were in the, the the regular Premier League season had ended and there was the FA Cup left and there was the Europa League left, those two finals left. So I tweeted out, I've got two two games left of my season, uh, FA Cup final and Europa League final, but girlfriend back due back imminently. Do I either play now or play another time? And 20 one votes, Billy. Twenty-one, uh, and I think I think seven... potentially they were, two of them were from me using our absolute scenes Twitter <laughs> and and me voting as well. Yeah. So twenty-four percent said that I should play another time. Seventy-six percent said to play now. I actually ignored the will of the people. Wow. Uh, very much. I mean, very topical. I went with the significant minority. Uh, and 
deemed them to be the winners. And I played another time. I actually played yesterday, uh, yesterday evening. So I left it for you know a good twenty four maybe hours, and I lost the FA Cup final to Liverpool. Which I was expecting. To, the, so the two games were against Liverpool and Arsenal, believe it or not, was the Europa yeah. League final of all the teams. Um, and we went. Th- we conceded three goals in the first half an hour against Liverpool, but then came back to three-two. Uh, so it's quite. I was, you know, the momentum was with us then going into yeah. the the second final. We played really well in the second half, and then we absolutely tore Arsenal apart in the second half of that game. So it was nil-nil at halftime, but then we three-nil full-time score. Uh, two goals from a player called Pedro, who's not the Chelsea Pedro. He's only oh. 24, 25 years old, a Brazilian player yeah. who must exist in real life. I signed him from Fiorentina, I think, so I don't know if if he is any good in real life. Yeah. But Wolves need a striker, so, so Nuno, if you're listening. Um, and then Mana Solomon was the other player who scored the goal for me. Uh, Israeli winger. Ooh. So uh, politically controversial figure on the on the on the right wing. <laughs> And on that note, that actually uh, that actually moves me on to something, Tom, which I saw in today's BBC gossip column. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen it. It's not from a very uh, reliable source, but it's uh, that Nuno, your uh, beloved manager, is looking for a new Premier League club um, oh. at the minute. Uh, potentially, I don't know what you think about that. It's from The Sun. The Sun are the ones who are reporting this, hence why I say it's not a very reliable uh, yeah. source. Um, so, but what are your thoughts on that? Uh, doesn't surprise me. I think that he's been hamstrung quite a bit by the owners in the last couple of transfer windows, and in this transfer window in particular, we desperately need a striker, and all he's been offered is Patrick Catrone to come back from. But he loves home. the pizza and he loves the pasta, Tom. He does, <laughs> and that's why he's magic. Uh, but and and even Catrone, well, Nuno doesn't like Catrone and is not playing him, so he's been brought back and like, there's your striker. Nuno's gone, no, nah. no. So <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's very interesting to, to see what will happen. And I mean, now that that's come out, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been linked with a few jobs in the past. So Everton, when I think Big Sam actually got the got the job that time when he first yeah. came to Wolves, Spurs perhaps when Pochettino went. Uh, very briefly, but then Mourinho was pretty much instant there. Chelsea a couple yeah. of times, Arsenal a couple of times. That's, well, that's with... why I, that's why I bring it up with because obviously uh, following on from last week's uh, meme of, mm. the, of the of the week, you were saying up potentially like Lampard could get sacked, which obviously is still on the cards. I think he is. He's not favourite to be sacked, but in terms of the big clubs, he is favourite to be sacked. Mm. Um, but it was a case of I was thinking potentially it could be something that. You know, you're looking at a, a manager who's revenue made made yes. Well, that wasn't the word <laughs> I was going to use, but I'll use that one. Um, a club, you know, bringing Wolves back and making them turn a corner and things like that. Mm. Um, because we've been linked with Hassan Hutel, I think, as well. Um, mm. Chelsea, you know, in terms of managers looking at players, you know, managers along those sort of lines, he could be one that Chelsea looked to bring in. So yeah, I just saw it. Saw it. Yes, it was in yesterday's as well. Upset them saying about him being mm. not them, him having no money to spend, which is what I was going to bring up. That was what I was going to ask you. Apparently, you know, you. Were, I remember a couple of years ago you were saying, you know, Wolves have got more money than Chelsea, and yet now there's oh, no have, money well, for our them. our owners have. We have got yeah. more money, but than it's you, obviously, but... but it's the financial fair play sort of thing yeah. side of things now, which obviously. Yeah, and we, so we we've already had a slapped wrist from UEFA, and had we been in any European competition this year, we'd have had a limited squad, uh, yeah. because of 
Well, you you're going to. I mean, we went from the championship to the Europa League within two seasons. Yeah, we we spent more than we should, but it was it was a you know a calculated risk. Yeah, because they knew that we would stay in the Premier League for a, a few years, and then I think you were allowed to spend more money than the longer you stay in the Premier League. I think yeah, yeah, is yeah. How it works. So, I'm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was a rumor. Uh, but Wolves, there's a lot of Wolves fans calling for his head, yeah. and he's probably thinking that we're so fickle that you know what more could he have done in the last four? I years? That's what I mean. I, I was. That's my next question: is if he if he did go, who would who would well, come that, in? Who would? That's, you know, that's the yeah. that's the question. I was on uh, I was on a live stream yesterday to do with Wolves, and I, that's exactly what I said. And people were saying, "Oh, Thomas Tuchel, like." Oh, I don't, where's is he just been sat from PSG? Yeah, so Chelsea not, were linked with him as well, and apparently he's not very um he's not very had very good relationship with the boards right. that he's worked for uh, worked for. So if you think of you know him being linked with Chelsea and then Roman Abramovich, he's probably mm. going to be like that's not going to be the type of person he wants to employ. I don't know how it is with at Wolves, um, but if that's not exactly the top of the list, you know, just well Mourinho is obviously a prime example of a manager who. Is very confrontational with the boards and will say what they want and things like that. And yeah. look, he's been sacked twice by uh, Roman. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, especially if if you you know, more so I think Wolves and Chelsea. Obviously, we're both at the minute going through this bit of turbulent period in terms of on mm. the pitch and not performing. You've got more of a reason. I well, it depends how you want to argue it. Chelsea got all these new Galacticos that aren't gelling together. Wolves mm. haven't got a striker. Um, oh, any players? <laughs> any play- exactly. Do you know what I mean? And it's it it is um it is tough at the minute. Obviously, with you know, no Mourinho was mo- not Mourinho. Um, who was moaning about the game being rearranged? No, game being rearranged. Oh, Scott Parker uh, went in for the full. Scott Parker, yeah. yeah. He was yeah, moaning look, about because they only got like two days' notice or something, didn't they? So, yeah, but the Mourinho have... turned around and went, "Well, we had two hours' notice before it got cancelled." That so. is true. Yeah, it's it's hard and things are, but apparently all clubs at the start of the season not signed a waiver or signed what were aware mm. that they'd have at least you know the minimum amount of notice they could have for a game to be put on was forty eight hours. In terms of being cancelled, I don't think that was you know that's it, the norm. A game can be cancelled yeah. five minutes before kickoff. You know it can be cancelled in the middle of the game. Mm. Um, but moving on, Tom, from one football on. to another. Go on. Oh, go on then. Is it you going to talk about American football? No, good. I was going to talk about the FA Cup and the. Go Wolves on, you talk draw. about them. You t- you talk about the FA Cup. Oh, I forgot about the draw. You can you can so, talk about the draw. I mean, I don't I don't know any of the other clubs and who they're playing, but our draw is uh, a very historical tie. So Wolves have been drawn away at Chorley, which mm-hmm. to every neutral fan is probably thinking, huh, "Well, Wolves will win that." But actually, there's a lot of history behind that tie. So Wolves' lowest point and Chorley's highest point in their histories happened in this exact cup tie in 1986. So it would have been the first round of the FA Cup and Wolves were in Division 4 at the time. Chorley, I don't know what division they were in, but um, it basically saved them as a club uh, yeah. and, and has enabled them to go on to this sort of um, level now. And uh, Wolves lost to Chorley having played them in two replays. So they drew the first game, then they drew the second game, and this was before 
like penalty shootouts and extra time would be a, a regular thing at this level. So they played a third tie and Chorley won. Uh, and in the third tie, Steve Bull was had just been signed and was standing amongst the fans and thought, what the hell have I done here? I've joined <laughs> this absolute circus. Uh, and then obviously the rest is, as they say, history. history. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it is interesting. I'm not sure if... Um... Because I know they've got rid of they've scrapped replays at the minute. I presume mm. they still it's for the whole competition. So yeah. I don't think it'd go to a replay this time. Um, but they've it's another precedent's been set, I think, because uh, they've drawn two rounds together, haven't they, this year? Mm. So I was I've just got the draw up now. So uh, Chelsea have got Luton, which I I, I knew that, um, and then mm. we've got Barn. I think it's Barnsley or Norwich is the right. fifth round draw, and then Wolves if they manage to overcome. Um, surely. We got look. There's four teams that we could play because I don't think that they've. Yeah, played yeah. Yet, so you've got you've got Southampton or Shrewsbury or Arsenal because I think <laughs> or um, Southampton. Yeah, Southampton. That's what I said. Southampton. Shrewsbury, oh, sorry, Southampton. Or Arsenal. I thought there was another one. No, because Arsenal Arsenal have been drawn against oh, uh, those, Southampton oh, or Shrewsbury. So there's three possible. So there's only three there, Tom. Um, okay. But yeah, so the other the other notable one I think is obviously the. Um, it's Liverpool Man U, I think, is mm. the uh, other, you know, the major, the major draw. Other than that, I think most, you know, for uh, the other all Premier League tie, I think it's the only other one is uh, Burnley v Fulham, which is obviously going to be a wow. classic uh, is that a... <laughs> goal thriller, um, pay per view, pay per view as it were and stuff. But no, yeah, um, it is. Uh, uh, well, I think. Would you think it'll be on telly? Surely we will. will oh, surely think... it will be. I think it's. I mean, from already from the the coverage, it's going to be the sort of flagship uh, game yeah. of the of the I weekend. I think they'll cause... all be on. They'll all be on TV. I think because they were yeah. all on TV. They were all on the red button. But I mean, it was more. Are they going to put it? You know, is it? Are they going to build I a think, show around it? I think so. And the um, main event. I know say. that. I know that Marine did a very similar thing to what Julia doing for this round, but um, they sold virtual tickets. Yeah. And they ended up selling thirty thousand tickets for for Marine, which of course uh, helped them to recoup the um, missed revenue from having Tottenham there. But it was quite good to see like Gareth Bale playing on a on that kind of a yeah. pitch with houses backing onto and stuff because well, that was proper proper football. And it, I think that it was the biggest mismatch ever in the FA Cup because they're yeah. not even in the Conference North, are they? I think they're below that they're below even. That. And it's, you know, you know, we went to go and watch when we were in university in Carmarthen. Obviously, we went to mm. Carmarthen Town and watched them a couple of times. But it's, it was like watching Bale on that on that sort of yeah. pitch or Aberystwyth when we went up the other day. But especially Carmarthen, because there was, you know, you could you could see onto the pitch from various houses around yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I've got the what I wanted to talk about, Tom, was Mark mm. Clattenburg. I don't know whether you've oh, yeah. seen. He's, he's trending on Twitter at the moment. Is it for his awful tattoos? Uh, no. Not have seen quite. Them? I have seen them with his Champions. So, it's his Champions League one, isn't it? And his World yeah, Cup. Yeah. So one. he's got um, on his forearms. He's got the logos of the Champions League from. I think they're both 2016 because he refereed the uh, Champions League final and then the uh, European Championship final. And he's got them both on his forearms. forearms. They they just look atrocious. <laughs> I mean, and with some, you know, I have got, you know, I've got tattoos. I'm got a full mm. arm covered in them. Yeah, it's it is one of those things where you go, but you know, each to their own and things like that. But no, Tommy's not got another tattoo of you know some Saudi Arabian championship which he you know refereed the final of because I hope mm. she was over there. Um, he's in the he's in the news because you mentioned it earlier. Klopp's been moaning, hasn't he, about penalties yeah. and Man United and things like that. So Clattenburg has jumped to the defence uh, 
per se of referees. Mm. Um, I'll just read the quotes to you. He said, first he, as in Klopp, sounds like a hypocrite if he's suggesting that United players are looking to win penalties. Mm. The likes of Mo Salah and Sadio Mane are just capable of employing similar tactics. He's clearly getting edgy, though, because not since Fergie have we seen such a blatant attempt to influence a referee ahead of a big game. Klopp wasn't doing this last season when Liverpool were winning every week. And then he goes on to say about, hang on, let me just scroll down to get to the point, uh, about Man, it's hang on, here it is. He Klopp is wrong to suggest there's an aura around Man United that he sees them giving favourable deci- decisions. They mm. used to when Fergie was there, but it is oh, eased massively <laughs> since then. So <laughs> the word, the fact that he's used the word, firstly admitting that it was bias, and then yeah. that it's now eased since, suggesting that there has been bias towards Man United in that quote. And I, I did a, I, I did a bit of digging, Tom. And I don't know if there's a famous uh, there's a famous game at Old Trafford with a famous goal, um, which I didn't realise until this has now been trended on Twitter. But Mark Clattenburg was referee for that game. Can you think of a famous goal that happened at Old Trafford uh, against Tottenham? And it was oh. a very studious decision. Yeah. And uh, Mark Clattenburg was the referee at that game. Which when you when you mm. put in that comment next to it, it doesn't yeah. look good, does it? I've seen um, a lot of tweets uh, sort of posting conspiracy theories about referees and lots of Wolves uh, fans have pointed out various discrepancies in decisions that have been given against us but then have been given very similar uh, decisions have been given for top six teams. Um, and in fact, people have been like blocked from sharing these stories on, on Twitter. I don't know how true it is, but there was one the other day when Hoover was elbowed in the head in the penalty area which should be a penalty but yeah, yeah wasn't given wasn't checked by VAR uh so it's something that we've all heard people saying that there are conspiracies especially that support especially these with man top united teams. especially yeah. united it's always been this fergie time and fergie being you know this presence and stuff and you know the truth you know you could take some truth out of that comments you know there hasn't been anyone really since for, you know, to have this mm. presence and to the mind game stuff. Mourinho tried it a couple of times, you know, mm. when he was at back at Chelsea and obviously Man United last year, you know, Klopp now, you know, it's easy for them to spin the story and make it sound like that. But yeah, I just thought he's not been very good with his words there. I speak, you know, obviously I'm terrible, as we heard earlier in the podcast, me fumbling <laughs> over my words. But um, but yeah, it was just a case of I'm like, oh, you fool. You've yeah. really stitched yourself up here now. Um, but yeah. I'll tell um, you what, I, th- I definitely think, I mean... Imagine if one day there's this huge corruption amongst referees that is uh, discovered. When it happened in Italy. It happened in Italy with this, yeah. you know, the corruption and stuff. If they imagine they turn around and go, yeah, Liverpool haven't won the league again now. We're going <laughs> to avoid that. Um, but it's, and all it 13 of Man United's titles. Yeah, yeah that'd that's, be good. That'll be, uh, it'd be, it'd be bonk. Or, or, can you imagine all of the Premier League? Right, we've got to scrap all of that. Well, <laughs> that's that. it. So that's something that was uh, brought up yesterday. Uh, with Wolves, because obviously, you know, we're desperate. For, everybody knows we're desperate for a striker. So, first of all, they all put their prices up on the, the strikers that they have. So, we've been linked with like um, Arigi, Josh King, a couple of those kind of players. So, that instantly they know Wolves desperately need them. So, let's just try and squeeze a few more million out of them. But then the other thing is that the season could well be cancelled at any point. And I think it'd be more acceptable this season to sort of cancel it because nobody's ran away with the title. 
Yeah. Uh, apart from well, apart from Sheffield United, who'd be delighted if it was just null and void because they've had a stinker. Well, they but... won their first game, didn't they? The other day. Oh, they've won two games but... now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've won. And oh, no, I think it's the... is it their first league game? I think that it's their first league game they've won. Oh um... yeah, that's right. And it was against Newcastle because Derby yeah. also won their only uh, game in that season against Newcastle. That's right. That's but right. I think, but I think they won the other game. They won was in the cup. I think they won in the oh, cup, okay. and that was so their other. Wrong other win was uh, yeah because they're through in yeah. the FA Cup so they must have won in the FA Cup and then took that mm. momentum and then won against Newcastle yeah um, so uh, so anyway what I was saying was that because the season could be null and void uh, Wolves don't really want to go out and spend 30 million on a striker if then we don't need them because yeah. you know if this if this season is a write-off and we start again in August and yeah. reset everything then it's a complete waste of money investing on Play that might barely get used. Like we've been talk- talking about, uh, Hulk was the first one on loan from China for six months. We well, imagine the cost of his wages yeah, and yeah. bringing him over. Costa, another one. Costa for a couple of months. There's no, there's no point. And I, I can sort of see our owner's perspective and think actually they've they've you know they've paid thirty five million for Fabio Silva oh, yeah. and he's only eighteen, but they're sort of saying well you've got him. Yeah. Make him score, but I mean, it's yeah. so harsh for an 18 year old. But I don't want to talk about Wolves anymore. Uh, I've got some Chelsea news for you, Billy. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, yeah. Chelsea's longest serving player has left after 10 years' service without a testimonial. I think that's quite disappointing, really. Uh, uh well, it's actually nine and a half years. Uh, oh, is it's, it? it's nine and a half, but I well, I think we'll round it up. It'll be his 10th year, I think it will be the 10 years this year, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, so Lucas very disappointing, really. <laughs> Lucas yeah, Piazon, one appearance in nine years. He's been on loan at how many clubs, Billy? Do you know? Seven. Seven. Seven clubs. What a. Uh, it's mad. It's mad to think. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember him signing, um, which, if you think, was about would have been when we started uni. So hmm. we probably had a conversation about <laughs> him at some point, in, and I'm me probably bigging him up, saying he's the next best thing because uh, Gail Kakuta was another oh, one. Yeah. He was supposed to be the next Zidane. Um, you know, but we were buying all, you know, as we have been doing for Yonks, these next mm. generational talents and then loaning them out for Yonks and Yonks and Yonks. But yeah. he's only 26. It's oh, mad. He... He's, he's been there 10 years, <laughs> nearly 10 years, and he's 26. And someone put off on Twitter, like, he has lived the dream. He is literally set for life now because he's obviously just been earning mm. mega bucks, at, you know, being a fringe player at Chelsea for 10 years. He's earned all this money. Mm. And now he's going to go and actually start his career at 26. And, you know, he could yeah. make a name for himself. Can you imagine he now, he's at Braga, I think he's gone to. Yeah, he's gone to Braga. Um, yeah. So he could, you know, he could end up playing Chelsea in the Champions League in a couple of years' time if he stops there. Because they do, I think, tend to get into European they were in our gr- They were in our group last year for the uh, Europa League. Yeah, so it could be that he ends up going and scoring a hat-trick against Chelsea and, and we'll all have egg on our face. But, um You've already mentioned it, Tom, and you've guessed the uh, the surprise topic that I had for you. The surprise feature is the uh, NFL playoffs oh. have started. Your favorite, uh, your favorite thing in, in the whole world, Tom. Yes. Um, last nice. year, last year I got you to predict, predict the final, the winners. Mm-hmm. You were to predict year, the whole thing. <laughs> don't worry, I've been kind. I was going to do it last week before the whole thing because they had the wild card. But there's only uh, they're in the the quarterfinals as it were, yeah. already. Uh, it's up to you. I can't. There is a predictor online. I can share my screen if you want to see, or I can just do it verbally. It's Go on, you. then. Share the screen. I While think you, you need to let me. 
Oh, okay. Well, while your importance. Yes. So while really you do that, control. Haven't I? Go on. No, you have. You have now. Oh, I, was okay. gonna, I was just saying. Go on. Uh, well, I was going. I was going to actually, but it's you've sorted it out now. So let's not bother. I was going to do the Idigo Johnson game, but we'll save that for the next okay. feature. So, just the teams which are left, Tom, are the Baltimore Ravens, the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, Kansas Buffalo City Bills. Chiefs. Yeah, that's a Beatles oh, song. No, cu- Buffalo Bills. Bill. <laughs> uh, Tennessee, Tennessee Buccaneers. Uh, I don't know what I know. New Orleans Saints. I want to say uh, Los Angeles Rams and Green Bay Packers. They are the teams which are left. Why is there a little like bed next to Green Bay Packers and uh, the KC one? Because uh, they so they are they were the overall. If you look on the tables here, they were the overall winners of their subsequent groups. So they've right. had a bye. So they haven't played. So the previous week, if I go back one step, you'll see that all these teams played, oh. and they didn't play in those weeks. So they've had a rest, hence why I they have see. a bed. So for example, Tom, <laughs> okay, oh, I see um, at the bottom teams on a bye. The Chiefs, yeah, seems the so the the main thing from the wild card for those of you listening was that I think the Seahawks and the Pittsburgh Steelers both lost their which were they were considered pretty favourites. You know they finished third in their respective divisions um, mm. overall, and they were expected I think to get to at least the divisional finals, but they've lost to the 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 minnows that are the Los Angeles. I say minnows, they've managed to get to the playoffs. They're not tiny things um so what i want to know tom is is who do you i'm not going to tell you what the odds are mm, you're just going to go you're just going to go who they are and then i will tell you at the end who the current favorites are so the baltimore okay. ravens against the buffaloes who are we going so for, i'm gonna i don't know if you remember but they used to do this thing on soccer am where it was like the the two animals having a fight and which one would yeah. win. <laughs> so obviously a buffalo i think would beat a raven so buffaloes okay so the Cleveland Browns versus not Cleveland Browns. I think it's Bears. I think it's Cleveland Bears. Hang on, let me double check. Uh, no, Cleveland Browns is correct. Okay. Cleveland Browns is correct against Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so he's got racial straight away. <laughs> um, uh, well, Chiefs, Chiefs. Are, well, I can see that they've had a bye, and yeah. Chiefs are in charge of everything. So Chiefs, obviously. Chiefs, okay. Uh, the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, well, so Saints are better than Buccaneers because Saints, <laughs> yeah, Saints are godly figures. And then the Green Bay Packers against the Los Angeles Rams. What's so a Packer? Packers, uh, people who put someone, stuff in boxes. I'm guessing so. Um, <laughs> and Rams, <laughs> they've got a okay, they've so got a green they've got a green G as their logo. Tom, it's not going to give me much. Clue. The Rams lot, no. are as you think they were. They've changed their logo this year, I think. It's it's supposed to be a ram. I don't know if you can see on the logo. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be the, the horns of a ram there. Uh, so I think, a, I reckon a ram would definitely beat somebody. I mean, if if the, if the it's a, a ram's running at somebody trying to put the ram in a box, the ram is going to win. Okay. So the ram, are, then. rams. Just, just as a point of reference, you probably have heard of a player called Tom Brady. Do you know who yeah. Tom Brady is? He plays for the Buccaneers. So you don't oh, expect no. him to. Uh, but the Patriots, who he used to play for, who were your pick, you know, yeah. your favourite teams, they didn't even make the playoffs this year. They, oh, uh, I knew it. They, were, they, they had a losing record this year. But isn't so, that because uh, of the way that the draft works when they've had the last pick? 
uh, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. we're not gonna have a whole thing. But, but you I've did learned. Well You've learned, Tom. You have learned. But it was also because Brady left as well. He decided to go and sign for the Bucks, as they're called. Okay. Uh, so I'll move on to the next week, which will be the divisional finals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or the league finals because they have two different leagues. So you've got the the Buffaloes versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna think back to uh, Westerns, and I, I reckon that they well. Yeah, the Chiefs. Chiefs. They'd have, they'd have uh, shot their bows and arrows at the buffaloes <laughs> and skinned them and worn them as clothes. So you're going Chiefs there, uh, and then the Rams versus the New Orleans Saints. Oh no, uh, it's going to be Saints. It's got to be the Saints. They're more Saint. Although a Ram is a very, uh, almost a very biblical figure. A yeah. sheep would have been better, but not you're going quite with the as Saints, catchy. Then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saints, definitely. Okay. okay, and then the final, Tom. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New Orleans Saints. Now, I would like to point out, Tom, I'm just, I am going to, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you. You can, you I can think pick of, in this. I think, well, I'm t- I'm guessing that the numbers by the side of them are the same, like their ranking each yeah, time. Yeah, so they're, they are their ranking overall. So you've picked the two best teams of the division the whole, oh, really? the whole year. These are the, the number two, the number one and number two seeds. Oh, oh, so I assumed that it was just sort of, Whittling it down each time and so saying now out of so, these two, so out of these what two, happens, this is one or two. Oh, what I see. Yeah. Is, so if I go to the division, so they each have a division, but I've, what I've done mm. is I've changed it to a conference just for ease of use. So these have all put in a league table, and then they so you have the top seven teams they get put into into the playoffs, and the top seven teams over here are put into right. a playoff, and then they play off each other. So you've got the number one seed from uh, the. AFC against the number two seed because you got rid of the Green Bay Packers. So you've got the top three teams, if that if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Two of the top three, yeah, or top four. Okay, uh, so the Saints versus the Chiefs. Well, as I've been banging on about the re- religious side and that Saints are better than your average human, even if they are a chief, it's going to be the New Orleans Saints that win. The Super Bowl. There we are. Tom's prediction. I'm going to stop sharing my screen because I don't want to sh- share the odds on screen. Um, but the the um, the Chiefs are the favorite, current favorites mm. to win it, with the Saints third after the Green Bay Packers, which you ejected pretty early on. Um, with uh, it being twenty percent, so it's twenty two percent chance of the Chiefs winning, twenty one percent of the Saints winning, and twenty percent of the Packers winning. So you're oh. you're in the ballpark, Tom. You're on the. You, I think you've actually picked, and the Bills were fourth favourite. So you're doing pretty well, Tom. People say I don't know much about American football. It turns out, but you're I not the only expert. one. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll keep track week on week now to see because uh, I think they'll play now this weekend to see how uh, they get on. But I was about to say, Tom, we can hear some lovely singing coming from. Uh... It's not singing. She was just saying hello to the cats. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, I want to introduce. Well, not introduce. I want to uh, play a game of the Idaka Johnson game. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, my dad sent me in an entry. I don't know if anybody got back to you with the. Uh, the Milan Maldine. question. No, Maldine no one question. messaged me on Twitter or anything like that. Oh dear. So this is uh, a non-sporting one, completely non-sporting, and it's 
people who have met each other <laughs> from my dad. So as loose so, a term as you can get. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's picked somebody who is currently alive, and he's yeah, got yeah. back to somebody who you know. Please say it's quite, himself. Quite old. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, I could start with myself. Yeah. Uh, so me, Tom Rouse, saw Paul McCartney in concert in Liverpool <laughs> in 2018. Someone you saw. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's pretty much the same as these. Paul McCartney had a discussion about the Vietnam War with the famous philosopher Bertrand Russell, who remembered as a child having met William Gladstone, who was the Prime Minister, who used to have breakfast with William Wordsworth, the poet who was born in 1770. Uh, so, So Dad says, so it's blackbirds to daffodils, in three meetings. Uh, <laughs> and then Lord John Russell, who I assume is related to Burton Russell, visited Napoleon in exile on Elba. So you could go from Paul McCartney to Napoleon in three moves. Uh, wow. So that's pretty pretty good. Pretty and good. it gets us, gets us back um, quite well, a long way. Probably the f- further, definitely the furthest. So Napoleon was born in on the fifteenth of August, seventeen sixty nine. Uh, so, I mean, he could have gone back further, even because he just stopped at Napoleon. Because I think he got, got fed up. I but... mean, going off based off, oh, I saw this person once in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they, they were all people who had met and had conversations. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I think, apart from me seeing Paul McCartney, but that wasn't involved in the actual one. The actual Paul, one. Paul McCartney no. is still alive, so the fact you can get. You know, by meetings all the way back to 1769. That's quite, uh, yeah, 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 that's quite good. But no, yeah, so I think, uh, just remind everybody of the Maldini one then. Uh, so it's AC Milan, the AC, so you've got to start with uh, the Maldini. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. David, Uh, yeah, Ben, all the way back, all the way back to his grandfather who also played for AC Milan. And you've also got to get uh, Paolo. Maldini uh, in there yeah, so as well. It's, sorry, it's Daniel, not uh, David. David. So Daniel, yeah, so... Paolo and Cesar Maldini. It is quite difficult, you know, because I think there is only one solution. So it will keep we'll keep rolling it over as we do mm. and stuff. But uh, but yeah, it's good. Um, we have. I think Tom. We, I'm just looking at the time, and I know you've got to shoot off mm. um, and things like that. Should we? Uh, should we do? Believe it or not, now. I think uh, let's that's do it. Good. Yes. You'll have to play the sting because I, even though I am in control and in charge oh. for the 60th episode, I haven't got it set up. And seeing as we didn't uh, have I, it last so week, I, I haven't even got it open. So wow. Uh, I'll, well, whilst, just... whilst you whilst you set it up, Tom, I'll just oh, mention. I was going to say I'm not going to bother. <laughs> uh, I'll just mention it, seeing as we haven't mentioned him, and we are about to obviously hear his beautiful voice. Oh yes, uh, Donald Trump makes setting records again as he always does, being impeached. For the second time, as you kindly put on our, uh, did you put it up on Instagram, Twitter? I, put it on Instagram, it, yeah. I know, I know you sent it to me. Um, I'm presuming yeah. you put it up because it is something that you do of uh, Donald Trump being uh, almost a rendition of James in the Giant Peach. Uh, it's in, Trump impeached. Yeah, impeached. Um, so obviously, it's only just happened yesterday, so we don't know what's gonna what the fallout was gonna be because it's gonna go to the Senate now. It's obviously they're not going to. I think when I was looking it up, they can't remove him as president now because there's such a short period, but they could stop him from ever being president president again. So that I think that's the main thought behind everything. He loses a lot of privileges as well. So he'd lose his uh, Secret Service protection for the rest of his life. He'd lose his pension, which is $200,000 a year. Uh, He'd lose. 
just well all presidential privileges that like you see yeah, yeah. Uh, so um Barack Obama and George Bush and Clinton the th- uh is I think is Jimmy Carter still alive as well I think there's th- there's three or four yeah, of them yeah. still alive they don't have to they're not allowed to drive anywhere they're driven everywhere because yeah it's for just safety reasons yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah so I mean I'm not being funny but Trump probably is financially okay so in terms of him losing that is he? pension is he um it could because be. he's, well he's had a lot of um sort of new york city have cut all ties with his businesses and if you yeah. think he owns two ice rinks yeah, and then true. you've got trump tower and you've got all that sort of stuff in new york if he's not allowed to be there then <laughs> and Fair uh, enough, report, yeah, reportedly he's in a huge amount of debt as well which is why he was so desperate to stay in office yeah. so it is quite. I think it is quite a big uh, deal. Yeah, no, you are. Him, you are. You are probably right there, Tom. Um, so yeah, but uh, are you ready now? Now that we've briefly ready, spoken yeah. about it, um, yeah. we've done it before the sting this time. Yeah, here we go. There. Denmark government are allowing sex with domestic animals during Malcolm Pike left a address at where he was the Brazilian where Chico Rodriguez has stuffed ten thousand government down the government are banning babies to own businesses. A Dutch football team is not allowed to be sponsored by sex toys. A three year old blood is swept off fed by a kite bears. It's time for Billy Eve it or not. You are fake news. There he is, as he always Sorry, I, is. I was, <laughs> I was reading an, e- I was reading an email. Tom, ever you know, the short attention span, the goldfish that he is. Um, uh, so, um, but I am actually Tom this week, including Trump within uh, oh. the, uh, within believe it or not, he he is quite heavily featured. Um, so, going off from the impeachment, I just want to. There's a, a news story broken out. You, I have got four stories here because i do think you have potentially heard one of these and i'm sick of you having this advantage of knowing them on alice telling you one as she did last week so i've come up with a backup plan i've got up for four um so if you do say oh i've heard one at least then i know we're fine so this one uh is that during the raid of the capital or the riots or the protest or however Mm. it's being reported insurrection insurrection sorry yes uh i don't know i don't think i'd ever heard that word before last week and now i can't stop hearing it uh, it's the word of the week, Tom. It's, that's what our new feature is. It's the word, Tom's word of the week, insurrection. Um, but uh, that there was a, a famous celebrity there, uh, in, heavily involved within the the, uh, the riots, as it were, because obviously now they're, they're reporting that it could be a planned attack, mm. attack being in quotations. Chuck Norris, Tom, is being reported to have been involved in said, uh, said riots uh, after being photographed attending uh, the the actual going into oh the Capitol God. building. So Chuck Norris is obviously a pro-Trump and trying to usurp the government. And oh, wow. I'm saying it now, Tom, he's going to be the next president after <laughs> Biden. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, who knew? Who knew? Uh, the ne- uh, next one is that uh, there has been a delay in executions in the US, two uh, two executions have been delayed as a result of the patients, the patients in quotations, suffering from COVID. So they've not been able to be executed as a result what? of having COVID. Oh, you can ask your questions in a moment, Tom. Uh, so judge delays federal uh, 
federal executions after inmates get COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, drivers' illegal ham sandwiches seized at Dutch border under EU <laughs> rules. <laughs> and then wow. uh, the final one, Tom, is a woman being fined after walking her husband on a lead and telling police he was a dog. now i would just like to ask tom have you heard of any of these stories before we go any further no oh that's quite surprising i thought you'd have heard at least one no i haven't uh well billy the test match side today so at 4 a.m i was watching (laughs) i was watching that instead uh right so tell me about chuck norris then so has he has he previously previously shown any uh trump tendencies uh no, not not at all. Uh, I don't think he's he's from he's from Texas, which is I think is a is a um, heavily Trump or Republican. I should say. Mm. I know they're now referring it to the Trump Party. Um, he's a he is a long-standing Republican supporter, um, but he um, I don't think he vote. He doesn't. I haven't got any stats to say here that he voted for mm. Trump. Um, I know he's on record of uh, accusing Barack Obama of creating a pro-gay boy scouts uh oh well <laughs> so uh so he's, he's he's definitely a republican shall we say mm-hmm. um but uh i i they, i want to think he must have voted for for trump for him to be attending mm-hmm. this this these rallies so, so has there speak. been um has there been like uh any like memes about it obviously because there was all those jokes when they're beforehand like you know we're like this doesn't happen because Chuck Norris or Chuck Norris is the reason why such and such. Um, uh, it, I'll be honest with you, Tom. This news is broke today, so there okay. isn't. I haven't researched to see if there's been any um, memes per se. Mm. I have got, um, if I can find it, uh, I have managed to because it was on Instagram was the said photo. So I have yeah. got a picture of uh, of the photo. If you want me to show you the the, the image, okay, very bold. Here, here he is. Oh well. So who's the? <laughs> so this who's is the obviously on the, the. This is the chap oh. who's taken the photos, and this is Chuck Norris on the. On is the that definitely page. in uh, in Washington? Uh, as far as I'm aware, Tom. Yes. There's no real. There's no real proof within that picture to say that it's outside the Capitol, is there? No. Uh, unfortunately, not. I mean, we could. I could go onto Google and try and find to see if this background is in. Mm. said location and whatever it could okay. even be from 2016 obviously when he when he came into power. Uh, except he's got trump 2020 he has, on got, his cap. he has got trump 2020 on his hat but you know okay. they were obviously confident he was going to go for you know yeah. i'm just trying to say when he was obviously going yeah. for elections and blah 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 blah, and all that sort of thing okay i, I think I've shown. pretty compelling evidence there billy uh so the two executions then be delayed because of covid uh, I th- so I'm going to tell you what I think has happened. It's obviously because the people carrying out the execution they can't risk them getting COVID. Is that correct? No. no. Oh my god! No. It's because here, here is here is said quote Tom. So uh, they argued the judge as well. The people who are due to be executed have argued that the damage to their lungs would make it a torturous execution. Um, that is the, the reasons behind it, and it would—it's because it's supposed to be a, <laughs> well, a nice, easy, <laughs> nice, easy stroll into death or whatever. Yeah. Um, it would be a, a sensation akin to waterboarding. Oh, wow. uh, a side effect that would be avoided if the defendants were implement such precautions. So it's not to do with 
the actual like I would that's what mm. I thought when I when I saw this this article it was to do with um to do with mm. it being passed on but no it's uh there's due to have the lethal injection uh in the US and it, it's it's well. it's one of it's one of Trump's final acts before he before he well, was to execute I know that this is uh, I know that this is definitely in the news at the minute because uh the first woman to be yeah. executed in a lot so of time happened yesterday there was three people due to be executed her and two others and the other two couldn't be because of this mm. okay right any other questions you want to ask um well uh, have you told us where in america it is uh i don't think it actually it, it says i think it's in a in a, in a un, prison. it's in a prison uh in indiana uh I can tell you the names of the two people if you want to know them. Go on then. Corey Johnson and Dustin Higgs. <laughs> Have uh, what was their what were their crimes? They must be pretty bad. Are they? Uh, yeah, they were. They were very. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we should. Uh, we should make yeah. them even into more celebrities than they actually are. But yeah, they were did, pretty bad for. I did for read... going off what the 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 third member. Yeah, of I was going to say the, of the three I've done. It's you know because it's the first execute. Well, Trump's obviously brought it back in because it's mm. his final one of his final things he's going to do, and he's executing these three people. Whether you believe in um, well, you're for or against, you know, the execution and yeah. hanging and blah blah blah. Not hanging, but do you know what I mean? The lethal <laughs> injection. That's what I was thinking. Was yeah. Um, I know that it, there was the increase in them in the last four years has been huge. I think he's he's executed more people than anybody else yeah, yeah. ever. So so um, okay. So that. I mean, could well be true. Right, the the ham sandwiches. Then, where was it? Holland, uh, Dutch border. The Dutch border. So, there's been all sorts of stories this week because the EU rules are all starting to set in. I saw a news report about them, Northern Ireland, not having yeah. frozen vegetables or many vegetables at all because they get them from or via Britain or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so, it goes to Scotland and then from Scotland to. Mm for some stupid reason and all i know i know my sister has been speaking to my mum about it because um my sister's fiance works in a wholesale establishment and mm. i think there's been something to do with that and ever since brexit's coming obviously it's been a the change to his job in terms of where the supplies and things like that come from is quite okay. um it's quite different and stuff so yeah so i what's what's the rule that they've broken then you can't take cooked meat across a border Nailed really it, Tom. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah, they, it was just prohibited. Uh, it was that you know ham sandwich. Uh, you know, when I was traveling the borders from to and from um, in Argentina, it's you know meat and mm. dairy. You can't take meat and dairy over over the borders and stuff. So he had ham sandwiches, and uh, it was it's to prevent diseases such as foot and mouth and swine fever. Is the wow. uh, is, is the uh, excuse? And well, he wasn't even allowed. To, uh, to take the ham out of the and keep the bread, everything had to go because it obviously. Touched. So this is something that's come in now because we are not in the EU. Yes. So we you pre so the e <laughs> okay. So the people who voted for Brexit who wanted their straight slash bendy bananas, they could they in in the end they forgot which one they were fighting for. <laughs> they they now have to make sure that they they can't even take a cheese sandwich then either can they if they can't take dairy so. Dairy. Vegan, Tom. Vegan all the way. <laughs> Vegan cheese. Uh, okay. <laughs> that, I mean, if that is true, that is hilarious that that is now what we're going to have to do because of Brexit. 
but yeah. it's, it sounds plausible because all the rules now that have come in are ridiculous yeah. uh, because of Brexit. Oh, after, yeah, yeah. No, pre, not pre. Uh, and then the final one, then, so somebody was fined because they walked their husband as a dog. Where, where, <laughs> yeah. did, they, where did this take place? Uh, in Quebec, in Canada. Okay. Uh, was it, well, just what? What was going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, People have to stay indoors in between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. Uh, in Canada. Okay. So there's a curfew. Um, however, dog walkers are allowed outside during 8 p.m. and 5 p.m. Uh, th- so they're exempt from the rules. So th- <laughs> this woman was spotted, or this couple was spotted at 9 p.m. Uh, mm. just after the rules had taken in, in effect. Um, and she just said that I- I'm allowed to be out here because I'm walking, uh, walking my husband, my wow. pet dog. So was he um, on his hands and knees, or was he standing? Uh, what did he say? It, it doesn't. I, it doesn't say. <laughs> I'll be honest. It doesn't say. I, I would like to think, Tom, that it is. Mm. That is the case because uh, you know each person has their own fetishes and things like that. But there are, are obviously people who enjoy dressing up as animals and <laughs> things like that. Being I don't looks. know if that. I don't know if the, that couple, the couple is that into have that in their relationship, but. <laughs> and whether he was wearing an actual dog costume or anything like that it doesn't say anything along those lines mm. um just that uh they were fined uh one and a half thousand canadian dollars rightly so <laughs> um, right okay now billy i've got to be honest i lied to you oh you have heard of i i had heard of two of the stories uh, <laughs> I so, thought you had. so because I'd heard of two of them, I thought I'd just say nothing because... Well, my question was, had I had you heard of one? And you were actually on it... Yeah, so, okay, in story. that case, then, yeah, that's true. Uh, so I know for a fact that the ham sandwiches uh, one is true. Yeah. Because... Um, that's the one I thought you'd heard of. Yeah, because it was... I mean, I didn't read the story, but I just thought, oh, God, here we go. It's going to be the like traveling abroad now. It's just going to be such a pain. Not even, not yeah. that's not even just getting into other countries. That's just the silly rules that are in place for good reason. But yeah. we, because we've now decided that we don't want to be part of this continent that we can freely travel in between, uh, that we now have to, you know, I mean, good vegan, veganism, man. <laughs> yeah. That's obviously, I've just, I was about to say, that's obviously who voted to leave. Was all the vegans yeah, all decided the, this, the... this is how we're going to get the UK to be vegan? Is they can't yeah. take anything across the borders. So yeah, yeah. go on. Uh, and the other one I know to be true, or actually I know to be false, oh. <laughs> is uh, the Chuck Norris one. It, it, it is a very very striking comparison, but it is not Chuck Norris, is it, Billy? I don't know who the man is. He's just a, a lookalike. So had you heard of it before? So I saw it this morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember how how aware I saw. It. I think it was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. I, I saw. So um, it's I saw it because Chuck Norris has had to come out and say. Yeah, that, well, that, that, yeah, that was. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's so I, that I was part like, of a new oh, story. Yeah. And I'll be and I'll be honest because we were. I had plans to do the research because we were obviously supposed to do this later. I was like, oh, I'll get. I'll figure out my fake news story later on. Because mm. um, so, I had the other three. So just to reiterate, just go over the two true ones. The woman was fined. The woman and her partner were fined <laughs> in Canada for walking her husband on a lead. That was true. And mm. the COVID uh, nineteen preventing two people from being executed is also oh, wow. true. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, 
I saw it on there and I was like, oh, I can bend, I can bend this slightly because it was only yesterday that it came out mm. that it that the Trump uh, that Norris was opposed uh, reportedly there so, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then today now he's come out, so which is why I then said obviously today it's only broken things like that. But yeah, he everything else I said was true in terms of you mm. know he's very pro Republican. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a supporter next to a man with a likeness to the eighty old eighty year old action hero. Well, that was, um, so that was the other thing as well, is that that bloke does not look 80. He looks like Chuck Norris from 1980. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, I, I thought I was... I thought you pretend... I knew probably that ham sandwich one, because that is quite an old... It's a couple of days old, that one. Yeah. Whereas... Uh, so, yeah, but... Uh, well done, Tom. I don't know how... Uh, if I should say you've managed to guess <laughs> it right, or you've just... Well... I think, I think you've just been... You've now decided that you're just going to look up all weird news stories to try and... Because it's me... <laughs> Billy, we're at home now all the time, so there's nothing else to do other than uh, look at. I think uh, I think you should play with your with your pupils, Tom. I think that would be quite funny. If well, maybe not the ones that we've done. Yeah. Recently. <laughs> um, but uh, but that is good. Yeah. Um, but there we are, Tom. We've managed to get through. I think everything, unless there's something else. I know we've got the recommendation, but I think I've got something that I want to recommend. Go on then, week. Billy. It's your um, podcast. <laughs> it's my po- it's my podcast now. I've decided. Um, you you probably would have recommended something along these lines anyway, but mm. also trending on Twitter today is Alan Rickman. Oh yes, I saw that years. very briefly. Oh, is it? It's five five years since he passed away. I saw that it was um, five years since uh, David Bowie died as well. Yeah, uh, that was days ago. Yeah, so I think this, there was quite a few in that in at the mm. start of that year in twenty in twenty sixteen. Um, so I just wanted to recommend if you haven't, obviously he's well known. For his role as Professor Snape Harry in Harry Potter, in Harry Potter, um, but I I want to know Tom, what was his first ever film? Gremlins. Nope. <laughs> it has been mentioned on this podcast before, which is why Fight I asked. Club. Nope. You're close. It's two oh, words. Really? Forrest Gump. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of my it's my favorite film. One of my favorite films. It's a oh, Christmas God. film. We found oh, out right. it was a Christmas film. Oh, really? The- Die Hard. I thought I'd assumed it would have been. Uh, he'd have been much. No, Die Hard was his that. first first ever feature film. Uh, he was had he, been on. Was he one of these like Shakespearean actors? Yes, um, because his first ever TV appearance, Tom, which I only found out today, was looking it up because I I was sure Die Hard was his first ever film, uh, where he played the villain in that. Was he played Tybalt on a Shakespearean BBC BBC um, reenactment or however you want to call it of this. Um, well, and I'll send you the link after Tom because it is quite. Actually, I'll show you a I'll show you a picture now. Actually, I'm very sorry, Billy. We're going to have to hurry. There's been an accident downstairs. So okay, you end Here's the podcast. The picture. You end the podcast, and I'll I'll need to I need to go. He needs to go. Tom needs to go. Bye, Tom. We'll speak to. Him. So here, for those of you watching on YouTube, I'm hoping you can see this because I, I um, this is Alan Rickman uh, back in the 1970s. I want to say. Um, Appearing as Tybalt, which um, you, it's very clear it is him. Tom has now muted his camera and disappeared. I'm hoping he's still here. I'm recording this. So, uh, so yeah, just my recommendation would be to go and watch any of his films, which he starred in. Notably, the, my favourites are Die Hard, as I mentioned. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, uh, where he plays, um, not King John, uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, Harry Potter, obviously, he's in all of them. Sweeney Todd's with... Um, Johnny Depp, he's in that. Love Actually, obviously it's a Christmas film, so we haven't seen that. And his final film was Alice Through the Looking Glass. So, yeah, they're all of his um, 
all of his appearances are my favorite films. There's loads of other films he's appeared in, not as many as I thought. But yeah, that's uh, that's our recommendation for this week. Um, whilst Tom has disappeared, just because he has got a disaster to go on, find us on uh, Twitter and on uh, Instagram. I'm just looking them up because Tom normally does all this. So bear with me whilst I make sure I get the right handles and things like that. Uh, it's I think it's at scenes pod is one of them. Uh, absolute, absolute scenes. As you can tell, I'm normally really good at this and that's why I leave it all to Tom. Yeah, it's at scenes pod if you want to follow us. And then it's I think it's absolute scenes podcast is on Instagram as well. Uh, so scene podcast is on Twitter and at scenes pods is the other one or something. I tried to do it, Tom. Tried to you know do that, it without you. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? Yeah. You know the bit when, uh, for some reason, Wayne's not there and it's left to Garth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally just me. I'm like, uh, these are all the films you should go and watch. And I'm now, whilst Tom goes away, because I can't end this uh, end this Zoom because I don't know whether it'll, how it'll save and things like that and the recording. So I'm just going to waffle on a bit now. But So I just yeah. tried to plug the podcast and where they needed to go. I'll just share I, I it again, this, Tom. I heard everything. I heard everything. Don't worry. I'll just share it with you as well, Tom. Here, here is Alan Rickman. Oh, my God. As Tybalt. The, the benefit, Tom, is, is you can't see it below the waist. That's all I'm going to say yes. is because he was just wearing tights. Wow. Yes. And not just wow. him, every actor within the, uh, within the, the, the play. And the you know show. what they say about people with big noses, Billy? Uh, yeah, they need big masks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I just, but, want to, just have you seen any Alan Rickman TV or films that you wanted to recommend? I recommended quite a few, but you can recommend uh, one. So there's there's eight films that I'd like to recommend. There's uh, Harry Potter <laughs> and the Philosopher's Stone, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, and then um, Die Hard. <laughs> Brilliant. There we are then. Great, Tom. And, right, well uh, done, Billy. Well done, Billy. I'm sure everyone will find out. They'll, they'll find out Instagram now. Well done. Right, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.